Hi, y'all. Welcome to the season two premiere of Booze and Phasers. I'm Claudia Dolph. And I'm Audrey Kearns. Today, we are going to be talking about all things Star Wars. It's a, it's a Star Wars heavy show. It will um, be. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happened over the uh, holidays, over our break. Yeah. Um, but this is exciting. It's episode 21. Yes. First episode of our, our second season. We're very excited about that. Uh, let's introduce our guest yeah. for this episode, Miss Jenny Flack. Yeah. How are you? Hi. As you guys know, Jenny is co-founder and senior contributor at Geek Girl Authority. So it's always great when you get us three ladies together. I'm going to brag. I'm just going to say we're awesome Old together. School. We're the OGs. <laughs> we're the OGs. I'm an OG. OG. And uh, <laughs> there's an OG in here. I, I have, I said this earlier before uh, we were recording. I'm just going to say it again so I can brag um, that I bought Jenny's <laughs> son a Starfleet Academy shirt for Christmas. He's, yes. he's, he's a year and a half. He's a little over a year and a half. Yeah. He's you the size got, of a three year old. Yeah. I bought him a 3T. I had to get him yep. a 3T. Yeah. That's when you have to start your application process. So, for exactly. Starfleet. Exactly. Yeah, you got to get on the list. Yeah. <laughs> you start got to do exercises and, and stuff. Yeah. VR, they have a VR class. We're really working on, <laughs> we're doing a lot of replicator work right now. Excellent. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, thanks for being here, Jenny. Um, let's get to our, our, our sponsors. Yeah. Um, we want to thank Devotion Vodka. Um, uh, they came on board last season, our first season, and have been super supportive. And we thank you for all your delicious, gluten-free, sugar-free, American-made uh, vodka. Yeah, it's delicious. And alcohol-full. So alcohol-full, 100% alcohol. alcohol. Um, <laughs> and there are so many delicious flavors. Check them out at devotionvodka.com. I yeah. think that's their website. I'm just yeah. guessing. They've won a ton of awards recently. Oh, really? So it's Yeah, fantastic. it's really cool. Yeah. And it's delicious. And we'd also uh, like to thank Loot Crate. Let me give you a little spiel here. Uh, are you on a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles? Loot Crate brings you between four to six of the coolest curated mystery items every month straight to your doorstep. It's the best surprise that you know is coming. Now, this month, the theme is Origins. So they have awesome and exclusive items from your old school. Oh, boy. Let me take that again, ladies. (laughs) They have awesome and exclusive items from your old school favorites. Uh, You'll be able to see where it all started and explore the iconic Origins with historic items featuring Superman Captain America, Mario, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and always including a monthly t-shirt and pin. So go to www.lootcrate.com forward slash giant size team up. Giant size team up. And enter the code booze and phasers, and you'll be able to save a couple bucks off your subscription. And that brings us to, Claudia, thank you to Giant Size Team Up, the network we're on. Yeah, thank you. They have just brought on uh, a few new podcasts. They're, they're a network that's building um, quickly. So check them out at giantsizeteamup.com. I think we are all the estrogen we- on, the, <laughs> on their network. Yeah. And we're, we're proud. We're appropriately yeah. sized. Yeah. We're yeah. appropriately sized for giant size team up. No one under 5'11 allowed. <laughs> um, but I'm uh, 10. So let's just. <laughs> you're wearing heels. Oh, God. You're wearing heels. So I'm I'll breaking up. Everyone, we're breaking up. <laughs> Claudia will forever feel like she's has to convince us that she's tall. We are. <laughs> I, this call. is totally off subject and not in the plan at all about what we're supposed to talk about. But let's talk about Alien real quick. And uh, what's her name? Who's the star of it? Alien Covenant. Uh, yeah, Alien Covenant is coming out. But anyways, um, she is uh, tall. She's oh, tall. she is? Oh, yeah, she's like six feet, I think. Oh, yeah. I like and I don't that. know. I mean, obviously, they probably in some ode to, uh, to, Ripley. to, to Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. yeah. They hired another. T- it's uh, yeah. Sam Waterston's daughter. I can't remember oh, really? her. Yeah, I can't remember her first name. Um, but she was just in Fantastic Beasts, and she's in Alien Covenant. 
Oh, and she was great. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I didn't realize that was his he daughter. He was a six-footer. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Always and so is one of the new cast. Klingons. Uh, the Klingons. Yeah. And she's, oh, God, what's her na- name's daughter? The actress's daughter. Case. Okay. Like, I'm, be- I'm beginning to doubt your whatever, her sparkle motion. Yes. In Donnie Darko. It's yes, her daughter. Yes, and yes, she's yes. a six-footer, too. Did you guys yeah. see Night Manager? It was all right. The one with Tom Hiddleston. I have I not did. seen it. I did it's see okay. It. The, the girl at 6'3". Yeah. Really? And she oh, wears fantastic. heels and doesn't get, have any fucks to give. See, I think we need to either move to Canada or the UK because yeah. they hire tall people. They do. Like, no they problem. Do. I just, UK's full I, of tall women, If anyone, too. I mean, I'm in the market I'm for a, Klingonism. Yeah, I'm totally down. Needs a I'm Klingon. down to Klingon. Please call me. Yeah. <laughs> the three of us. <laughs> we'd love it. We'll be your Lursa, Betor. Totally, let's do yeah, it. We, we, we totes can do it. Okay, let's uh, go on. Is it time for? Should we do Shatner tweets? I wonder I wonder if we should talk about news first and then do Shatner tweets because that will sort of lead us into. Let's do news. Okay. Let's do news. Um, let's see what we're going to talk about first. I'd like to talk about first this museum. Can you tell us a little bit about Oh, this Claudia? is super exciting. Los Angeles won the bid. Um, we're going to get the George Lucas's uh, museum of Narrative uh, Art. Uh, art Take which that, is, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Suck it. We won. We won it. Um, it looks really For cool. <laughs> For once. It but, does. I mean, it's, and the thing, the, the amazing thing is that it's going to provide a ton of jobs for Los Angeles in that area. And that area is starting to boom because there's a lot of construction and stuff happening. There's a football stadium coming in in that area as well, which is kind of nice. Um, well, there's already a football stadium well, they're building the new the Rams. The Coliseum is there, they're, but... They're, but they're building the Rams Stadium. But that's in Inglewood. That's in Inglewood. But it's it's all those surrounding areas. Oh, it's all areas. on the west side. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, that's not too far apart. Yeah. So it is going to bring for construction. Yeah. For, for people to staff the, uh, yeah. the museum and the new stadium. Absolutely. It's all yeah. going to bring a lot of jobs to the, to the west side. And it's all of his... Like, he's funding all of it, so... Which is amazing. It's not taxpayer money. I thought it yeah. was going into Exposition Park. Like, it is. Yeah. yeah. Right Isn't that USC. near USC? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but... It's that's all jobs. What we're saying is like for the West Side. The oh, West I side. So that whole yeah. community out there. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's bringing a ton of jobs uh, in in an area that definitely needs it. And um, yeah, it's all of his money. It's a billion dollar project. Plus, he's going to throw in an estimated four hundred million dollar endowment. Um, could be more, could be less. We don't know. But it's all of his pieces, which is going to be quite amazing. He's got some fantastic yeah. artwork coming in there. You know, that, you get to a certain place in your life where you you, you start to buy made, art. You've made enough money <laughs> yeah. to live like a hundred more lives. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's what you should do. Make money. And here yeah. he is turning around, not pushing this on the taxpayers and going to fund, you know, this museum on his own. And I think it's fantastic. What I also think is fa- fantastic since it is an expo park, uh, exposition park, that it's um, right next to Endeavor. Right next to Endeavor. Yeah. No. And so the you, Natural History Museum. Yeah. You know, so, so you cool. can go there yeah. early. See the space shuttle. Then go into see, a museum that looks like a space see shuttle. The see the space Millennium shuttle. Falcon, you know? <laughs> the, yeah. That, when I saw the shuttle, I cried. I did too. Oh, yeah. It was overwhelming. It was there was a crazy. lot of people when I went, because I went the first month it was open and it was packed, but you could see a lot of people having emotions. And, and, and you're, you're standing underneath it and you're like, oh, this was in space. Yeah. Like 22 times. Yeah. This was in space. Yeah. And it's all like, there's patches. It's patched together and you can still yeah. see like the burn marks on it. It's it, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I, I love it. So that's very exciting. Yeah. I think I'm glad it's gonna, that's, that it's coming to Los Angeles. And I think it's actually smart. You know, I wonder if that was part of the decision. Um, first of all, 
there's so many creative people that are involved in movies and stuff that I think that's great that it's in Los Angeles. But I wonder if any of it was because it is by two other museums, you know, yeah. like a museum park. Yeah. You know, and everything. And like you said, there's going to be other art. Yeah. There I mean, there's going to be a ton well. of stuff. I mean, he has like Norman Rockwell pieces. He, he's got R. Crumb, like just a ton of things. That's and really cool. It, it's it's, so I it's think like it's his really private s- collection. He's going to be mm-hmm. his private collection, which is insane. That's insane that that's your private collection. I know. I know. But we just, we have the Broad and all these other great museums, which yeah. I'm really the excited Getty. that it's, yeah. the Getty is the same thing. You know, people yeah. that don't live in LA like to make fun of LA, but it's a pretty but fucking culture. We got place. it going on. We're pretty As I say, fucking, fucking fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. That's, that's, that's great. Did it say when, um, it didn't say when, when they construction think, was going to begin yeah, or anything like that just yet. But all the news articles we're talking about, by the way, you can find on geekgirlauthority.com. Uh, Claudia wrote this one up. Just go in and put Museum of Narrative Art into the search bar. Yeah. And uh, you'll find it. I wanted to talk next about, and Jenny wrote both of these for uh, Geek Girl Authority that you can check out uh, New Trailers for Frontier. And Handmaid's Tale. Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, I don't know. I'm making you pick. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, let's talk about Frontier first. Okay. I'm really excited about Frontier. What is it about? Well, th- there's well, not. First a- of all, you're who is in it? Jason oh, Momoa. Beautiful, uh-huh. beautiful. I never, I never know if I'm saying that correctly. Jason Momoa. I always right. say Jason Momoa. Uh, you know Aquaman. a Momoa? <laughs> What's <that>? Momoa? <laughs> um. I yeah. like a nice Momoa in the morning. Oh, God, they're so good. <laughs> a little hair of the dog. <laughs> um, uh, Jason Momoa is in That's it. That's what Lisa Bonet of, said. I know. Well, of, she gets it. <laughs> yeah. Of Game of Thrones fame. Yes. Fame. And Stargate Atlantis fame. And Stargate Atlantis. And, and he and will to be, be playing Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. Um, he's doing a show called Frontier. Uh-huh. Uh, it is a Canadian fur trading Historical fiction. So and you're cool. crazy about historical fiction. I love fiction. historical That's fiction. That's your jam. I love historical yeah. fiction and I love historical nonfiction. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not picky. Like a lot of, <laughs> no, a lot of the incredible shows that Jenny's turned me on to have always been kind of like The Nick. You know? The Nick oh, I was the obsessed Nick, with. Which is oh. You told me about The Nick and it's yeah, fantastic. So good. I, what I loved about the trailer is something that you actually wrote in your piece for Geek Girl Authority is how many times they said <laughs> his name. <laughs> his name so many times. <laughs> is it Declan Declan Harp. Harp. Declan Harp. Declan every time, every every new cut is like, we must find Declan Harp. Have you heard of Declan, Declan Harp? Harp. <laughs> like, we just we got really, it. You're, we got it. It's you're hitting Harp. it pretty hard. <laughs> I I assume that it might be in a little bit of response to his uh, like very recognizable Carl Drogo kind of persona. Maybe they're trying to get that in our heads. They're trying to put him in a different context. Well, speaking of that, uh, Jenny, when you wrote this piece, you have one of my favorite sentences of all time. Uh, You're talking about it, the trailer, you say, I'm going to call it The Revenant Meets Dances with Wolves with Residual Dothraki Rage. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's such a great line. And so true. You know, I'm excited for it. I I think, you know, um, that fur trade stuff is fascinating. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I wish it, it, and I'm, this is my mantle for 2017, ladies, so if you don't like it, um, it everything, it's just, it, I, I watched the season premiere of Taboo last night, which I thought was pretty darn good. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen I, it yet. I won't say anything about it then, uh, um, spoiler-wise, but, and, and Tom Hardy is great. He's acting so hard in it, um, yep. being Tom He's Hardy. He's a hard actor. But yep. it's just, you know, it's, it's, it, it's like, okay. Another guy that's going to take on that part of the country, the world. Right. 
and it's all about him, 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 and not, yeah. you know, I just like to see more ladies involved in things that, you know, that's how I feel. I'm getting dead stares. I don't know if they I'm agree with, with you. Me. I'm uh, totally with yeah. you. There, that, there aren't that a lot of said, there I, aren't a lot of female centric yeah. historical anythings unless they're done in the yeah. style of like Jane Eyre where they're right. proper and blah 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 right. blah. You know, there was so, a Suffragette was what was that last year or the yes. year before that yeah. was a really good movie. Yeah, about the the female struggle, mm-hmm. but also like very public. You don't get a lot of character driven, um, like historically set. Yeah, female centered shows. Yeah, and I'm sure you know. There's the argument that. You know, you know, Declan Harp. There weren't uh, <laughs> many women doing what he was doing at that time, and right. I, I, I do understand that, and I do accept that. So it's not all one sided. I just, you know, I'm just tired of seeing, um, especially when it's one actor mm-hmm. um, driven by that guy's actor, yeah, that guy's name. You know, right. I'd like to see more women get involved. Did you see this uh, little article? I didn't read it. I just read a little blurb about it, but there's a new show coming out and it's set in, I'm not sure, maybe uh, like Marie Dangerous Liaisons, sort of okay. that era. Um, um, but it's it's, it's going to be set in a brothel, um, written oh, by women, right. directed by women. Like it's all the, about whores. Yeah, it's all about the whores. whores. Yeah. Well, I from think the that whores could be perspective. From the pretty horses. interesting. Yeah. But it is all because you know, by all yeah. women rather than just yeah. like some guy going like, oh, take off your, let's see your titties. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you can't yeah. do a whore. I mean, I wouldn't take a whore show seriously if it wasn't all run by women. Yeah. Exactly. I would, I would exactly. be a little skeptical. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, here's someone I'm totes excited oh, about God. is I'm Handmaid's really Tale. And it makes me sad. Me too. You know, it's, it's, Why are you it's, sad? Because I don't think it's fiction anymore. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, well, I think I think I think it's it's very potent for nowadays. It is. You know, the thing it I'm is. I'm Margaret Atwood Junkie, first yes. of all. So of course, and, and I love Handmaid's Tale. And um I have an unhealthy addiction to dystopia, yes. as we all know. You know, so this is gonna be very, very interesting in this fictional place of of Gilead and everything. But like mm-hmm. Claudia says, it's extremism and there's a lot of stuff that does mirror what's kind of going yep. on now, but just yeah. taking it just a little further, yeah. putting it in an alternative alternate yeah. universe. Well, that's you what's know? great about, and I've said this before, that's what's great about science fiction is it helps us digest right. the things that, right. that we I have agree. to deal with in the real world. I agree. It's, it's set just far enough away that we can view exactly. it and observe it without feeling all of the feelings that we have necessarily about yeah. what's happening to us. I completely, I, com- I completely agree with you. And um, I think Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moff- Moss oh. is a great... Uh, Great choice to play Offred. I love her. She's going to be good. Um, the young, two, again, the only thing that I think is weird, she's a great actor, is, uh, uh, what's her name, Yvonne Strabosky or Strabosky? Oh, um, um, from, um, she's Chuck. Chuck and yeah. um, Dexter. Oh, she's great. Right. She's a great actor. Yeah. She's way too young, yeah. I think, to be in that role. And I think that's I another too. thing about studios. Not Look, a 40-year-old woman can play that. Joseph Fiennes is like 42, uh, right. excuse me, 47, it's fine to get somebody right. his age to play his wife. You know, I mean, she's the same age as Elizabeth Moth, but, but that's neither here nor there if they execute the show well, because it is creepy and it is It like, looks beautiful. It yeah. looks great. Yeah, and those trailers are pretty Well, you know, stunning. great thing about Margaret Atwood when she writes, I mean, she kind of reminds me of a speculative fiction or science fiction Flannery O'Connor. She's very careful on how she 
talks about scenery. That's a, that's yeah. a good line to draw. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. yeah. And, and I think that's why it's looking so beautiful. Because yeah. when you read it, you can see it. And then you see the movie that with um, the late Natasha Richardson, or you see the trailer for this, and you're like, oh my gosh, they've got the art direction down. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fantastic. <sighs> I totally bogarted that whole conversation. Do you guys have anything no, to say? No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't read The Handmaid's Tale since college, which was only a few months ago. Of course. <laughs> You've been uh, so busy since you graduated a few months ago. But, I mean, know, I, so. was, I love that book. Yeah. I need to great. revisit it. You know, you know what you should do? I've been doing a lot of Audible. And, yes. Because and, and you commute uh, to your job. I do. Uh, Claire Danes reads uh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, really? They cool. Have a Claire, Claire Danes one. Is it yeah. a lot of crying? <laughs> Is it a lot of... Is she really nervous? Is she super quivering? <laughs> oh, Homeland. I just uh, read everything just, she does. Homeland, everything she well, does. Well, I guess that's the only thing. I never watched her MTV My show. Life yeah. or Little Women. She does the same thing. I never saw it's Little like, Women. She's, yeah. she's vulnerable. She's vulnerable. She's, vulnerable. she's a delicate flower. But but it's a quick one to, yeah. to, to listen to in the Yeah, I just recently reread 1984, which oh, is yeah, also a quick I, one. And oh, you want to yeah. talk about applicable to now. I read that as well. It's pretty frightening. It was it was the first play I was in, guys. Oh, oh was yeah. it? It was. It was the very first like straight play that I was in, and so I wanted to revisit it, and I I ordered it last yeah. year and I read it. I was like, oh god. That plus uh, what was his other Animal Farm? Yeah, mm-hmm. those two together, it's like oh, I know. God, come on, yeah. come on, people. All right, on that, <laughs> they're good books. Lovely news. You should but read those books. These they're shows books. do look great, and um. Frontier is coming out on Netflix on January 20th. I'm not quite sure. Let's see if we have Handmaid's Tale. I don't know if it has a date, does it? Uh, April 26th on Hulu. On Hulu. Oh, I don't want to wait that long. Yeah. <laughs> the world Hello. might be over by then. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have time for uh, uh, one more news story. Um, Claudia, I'm going to let you pick out of these news stories that we have. Which one do you want to talk about? Um, well, we can do, I mean, really quickly. Actually, we can do both yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Really quickly, let's just say Twin Peaks got a premiere date. Yes. May. So exciting. Yeah, May 21st. Yes, and I think uh, Claudia's head is spinning. She's such a big I fan. Love you guys, so it's much. time for a confession. Have you not seen Twin Peaks? <gasps> That's Twin so exciting. Peaks. Let's do it. Let's, no, watch, it. Let's, watch, it. Let's it. watch it. Let's watch it. I'll do it with you guys. Okay, Brian two. Seen it. My husband's seen it. He loves I was, it. I was late to it too. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I watched it on. I watched, but I did watch it on VHS. So uh-huh. it's been a while. I watched it on. On. I watched both seasons on VHS. We watched it once a year. Uh, oh really? Yeah, wow. yeah. We always watch it once a year. And yeah, season two goes off the rails a little. Season bit. Season two is not as fun as. Yeah. Yeah. Season one though is great. What I love though, what makes me excited about it, it makes me want to go see those original ones from the eighties. Is how honestly excited people are. It's no, there's no oh, fake excitement. Yeah. Like people are just going insane about this so coming good. back. Because it's one of those, you know, like we talk about series that really strike a chord with us from the moment it starts. Yeah. Like even with the theme song, the theme song is so iconic and it just gets you right in there. And there, and to be honest, I mean, there's some performances and these actors are coming back that are, they're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> yeah. So not all the so, acting is great. Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin he's is. Not he's, Amazing. He's amazing. So he's not the only one coming back. No, no, they have a bunch of the original oh, cast coming back. Wow. It's a ton of them. Because they're yeah. in Cheryl the town. Sherilyn Fenn coming yeah. back. I'm sorry, Sherilyn Fenn, or did she die or something? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure she is. Yeah, it's okay. sort of like she's been doing appearances at different okay. cons and stuff. And I'm pretty sure that she's coming back. They've oh, kept so there's that, a lot like, of stuff that you guys kept don't that know. Hush, hush. But there's been yeah. video, and we've seen them shooting stuff. 
Right. So, you know, but there's like, they have a cast of over 200 that they released, a cast list that they released that was 200, 200 people. Michael Sarah's going to be in it. Naomi Watts. I mean. Oh, wow. That's nice the part cast. I'm a little worried about. We'll see. We'll see. There's what, what is that? The, the celebrity cameos. Yeah. There's, yeah. I'm a little worried about yeah, that. Yeah, I get that. You know, yeah. um, just because like part of part of what is great about it. And there's such a celebrity culture now, you mm-hmm. know, there aren't a lot of shows that are coming out that are just full of actors where you can put the character on the actor mm-hmm. and not know them for everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you get worried about stunt casting, basically, is what you're saying. Uh, well, a little, but I'm worried about I'm, I'm like Michael Sarah in particular. I'm worried about his style. Right, really? because we haven't feel seen like him. Little. Might, I feel like he might be okay. all right. Like I think he might be his. I I think it. I think it'll depend also like what's written for him and yeah. how oh, David Lynch directs him because it could be totally wrong and then you know or it could be a great fit. I and don't know. Uh, what Claudia wrote on uh, Geek Girl Authority about the credit TCA it was TCA right yeah. that he was at. Um, they said David Lynch is one of the great film masters of my lifetime, and it, this is. Um, Who's talking here? The, the uh, CEO, CEO of, Showtime. Uh, of Showtime. And he said, I think this is the pure heroin version of David Lynch. And I'm, I'm excited to put it out, which is pretty frightening and awesome at the same time. Because there's some David Lynch stuff I've seen where it's like, okay, that's. I worked on a David Lynch movie. What? Did you? Yeah, I was an extra on, on Inland Empire. <laughs> Were you really? My friend was his assistant at the uh-huh. time. And he, David Lynch was like, hey, do you have any friends that want to come and hang out in a mansion and, like, walk through a couple of shots? So he called us. Uh-huh. We are like, yeah. We went up we'll the hills do that. and did this, like, bare bones. It was one of the – he shot that on digital video, which was, like, brand. it was, like, 2003 or 2004. It was a new thing to do. Mm-hmm. And um, we just – it was, like, 10 people in a room and David Lynch. That's cool. Awesome. That's crazy. And he was so And is nice. this when you first came to L.A.? So that was like a— First re- got there. So that's a really oh nice intro. Yeah. To L.A. Really right cool. there. there Did he have point. his coffee? Did he bring out his coffee? There, I don't remember, but he—I <laughs> mean, he, you know, he's like a Midwestern dad. Like, yeah. he's just the most mild-mannered, yeah. sweetest. He remembered all of our names that's and would call us cool. by name. And there was a one point where uh, they, they did this shot and there was a train going by— and he called Cut, and he's like, do you guys hear that train? <laughs> and we were like, yeah. And he goes, that's pretty neat, huh? Like, <laughs> like oh just like. I love it. I love it. And then it. he does all this art with, like, baby doll heads yeah. plastered on it and stuff. He's such, that, a, that's such like, a complex human being. <laughs> I think it's going to be a cool, I think it'll be a cool revival or, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. he's going to do with well, it. Well, the great thing is I so have much. until May to. Oh, we'll watch to, it. Oh, it'll take us a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll so, totally yeah. So it's we got great. Frontier in January. We've got Handmaid's Tale in April. We've got uh, uh, Twin Peaks in May. And there's a lot of good TV. Oh, there's between. all kinds of stuff. I, I need to put out a, a spring guide or something. Yeah. Humans is coming back. There's mm. Oh, God. Oh, February. Is February. Expanse is coming next week. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take this? Okay. Did you, um, <laughs> did you see the piece we put up? Jenny about um, Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard at the Golden I Globes. I did. I did. So they've been playing that a lot. I have an inside track. Uh, yes. Yeah. So but they, they've been playing it a lot. Settlers they, of yeah, Catan. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. yeah, they love it. And so at an after party at the Golden Globes, they're playing Settlers of Catan, and EW um, showed the picture, an adorable picture of but them. It's just the two of them. Somebody else had to be there. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. Because that's, yeah. yeah. that's a three-person minimum game. Yeah. Yo. Well, I'll be honest. I, I think I'm, I'm curious if they, I mean, they're an adorable couple. So I'm curious if they were just being adorable or if Settlers gave them some money 
to do that, which sure. I think I would do it. I, I have no problem with that. You I, know, I'll tell you something afterwards. Okay. And um, so they show <laughs> them after the podcast or yeah, after my after sentence? The, after the podcast, because I don't know if I, I don't know if I have clearance. Okay. Um, ooh, this is going to be good, guys. <laughs> um, so they're playing it and Entertainment Weekly shows them and they said, um, oh gosh, okay. The Settlers of Catan is a multiplayer board game. Think Monopoly. I was outraged. First of all, Monopoly like, sucks. Well, ta- tabletop players everywhere were like, what? It's no, I know. Everybody. It's like, hey, you just it was, heard it. It's like a that, <laughs> that person was basically like, uh, I'm going to think of another board game. All it's board just games. like Sorry. I was about to say the same thing. It's just like, it's just like Percheesy. EW has done that before, though, yeah. with different stuff. Like, they just generalize or they just assume that something is like this. And they're like, yeah. I don't know. But my gosh, the traffic on Twitter about oh, that it was, was crazy. I loved yeah. it. Um, it's not like and Monopoly, it's not. guys. It's not it's like Monopoly. It's nothing like Monopoly. And we I don't think buy our it and listeners, think. We're, we're speaking to the choir. <laughs> we are. With, with our but listeners. But if you don't play board games and you're going to go pick up Settlers of Catan, <laughs> don't, don't think, think that it's going to be You're like not going to get a shoe and you're not going <sighs> to roll a mm. dice and everything. You're going to build a world. Yeah. And you can say, in Monopoly, you're building a world. No, no. no. You're putting a thimble across no, the board and passing Monopoly's around money. Boring. By the way, Monopoly said... This is like totally different. I just happened to see Monopoly is going to like add a new game piece or something, and they're gonna put out a vote, and whoever gets the most votes, whatever thing is voted most on the internet, that's gonna be their new game piece. And that oh. is so stupid. You remember when they tried? It's Bodie McBoderson. Before, right? Bodie McBoderson, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that when, called? Yeah. When, when they tried to make a uh, name a boat in England or yeah. Scotland and wherever it was, and and. That's what won. They Bodie chose Bodie, Bodie McBoderson. Oh, so that Lord. means whatever. Um, God, there is so many hilarious memes. And my favorite, <laughs> my favorite meme, sure. my favorite meme says, uh, "Really? Do you want a game piece that looks like Harambe? Because that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how you get a game piece that's Harambe." No. <laughs> so as rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right, that's it for the news. That's all good. That's all good news. You don't like my voice? That's it for the news. That was super exciting. Now we're going to take it real low. Yeah, we are. Um, so we're going to move into Shatner tweets. Um, but you this do is have gonna... to do your thing. Shatner tweets. Oh, it is a little Yeah. Because we're going to talk about, you know, we're obviously talking about Star Wars. A bunch we're going to talk about Rogue One because we all saw it and we need to talk about it. We need to talk yeah. about our feelings about that. But in addition to that, um, we did lose a couple of Huge, huge um, icons in Hollywood, and particularly to the geek world, uh, Carrie Fisher. So um, when that happened, there's always been this feud that William Shatner has with the Star Wars people, and he rags on them, and they rag on each other and stuff. But he had a couple of sweet, really touching things. He was very—because he and Carrie Fisher were friends. Like, you know, with all the banter that they had back and forth, they were friends— um, so he tweeted this really sweet um, tweet after she passed. Um, I'm deeply saddened to learn of the death of Carrie Fisher. I will miss our banterings. A wonderful talent and light has been extinguished. And then after that, um, somebody tweeted to him, um, um, I will miss your arguments. And so he posted a link to uh, an, a big argument that they had had over Twitter. And it was just kind oh, of I'd love funny to, to 
yeah. to see and uh, to see the back and forth. And, you yeah. know, his post when she was first put in the hospital was, I forget what the tweet was, was really yeah. sweet as well. Yeah, it was, you yeah. know, send prayers and think yeah. about them. And then he also posted about Debbie Fisher or Debbie Reynolds, who passed away the next day. Debbie Reynolds was one of the last of Hollywood royalty. It breaks my heart that she is gone. I'd hope that my grieving was done for 2016. So he can be kind and compassionate and he has oh, a heart. And I think he was close to these people, you know, as much as they rib on each other. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. thanks, William Shatner. Thanks, Mr. Shatner. That was, that was uh, uh, December was rough. It was rough like January. Yeah. You know, it's like January 2000. I mean, we got, you know, yeah, we, boom, it boom, It started boom. with David Bowie. And- yeah. And it ended, I think, uh, actually ended with, with the mash. Actually. William Christopher, who I met in high school. Did you really? Doing, so like, sweet. I, uh, it was in Beta Club. Did you guys have Beta Club in your no, high school? It was, it was like beta. a service organization, and we went to break ground on a new center. And uh, he was there. I, my dad was a huge MASH fan. I was too. I grew up watching MASH. Yeah. And um, so uh, I remember meeting him there. He was really, really nice, you know. But the thing, like, with William Christopher and stuff like that is those are people, and even even other people we lost, like John Glenn and stuff like that, those are people who lived really full lives. Yeah. You know, in in in. You know, Carrie Fisher, George Michael, David Bowie, Alan Rickman, Prince, you know, the list can go on and on. These were people that you do feel like they 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 Not didn't get soon. to live yeah. a, a full life for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason. Um, and it was it's it's hard, you know, and I've I've tried to think, is it because I'm in my forties that these mean more to me? Because uh like George Michael, um Oh my god. I took it really hard. I took I George Michael too. hard because too. wham was everything to me in high school. And I went, it, I went and played some Wham songs, and I hadn't listened to Wham in a while. But it's amazing that I remembered every word. It's and I sense think, memory. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. and and music that you listen to when you're going through puberty really stays yeah, with you forever. Absolutely. There are some you know? songs I can hear where, like, if I close my eyes, I can see my childhood bedroom. I can see. Me. Yeah. yeah, I can smell you it. Know where yeah. you yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. Well, Freedom Wham, ninety, my friend. Oh, Freedom's a great Every song, single though. morning when I was in college, not every single morning. But on the mornings that she was in a mood, <laughs> my roommate would blare Freedom 90 and wake us up by jumping on our bed and screaming it at us. That's an empowering song. And I, I can see that where that you'd oh my be God. annoyed. But it, it, I have, but, no, but, but I have freedom, excellent memories of yeah, that Yeah, but Freedom like, is like, it, it is such an empowering song, you know. And um, I'm a little older than both of you. And me and my girlfriend, Lisa, she was the big um, Wham fan. But we would, um, God, we would write down their lyrics and we'd stop. You know, the tape. Oh, yeah. The tape. Yes, tape. Yes. You know, and write everything down. And I remember, um, God, what was what was uh, this video, like an 85 or 86? It wasn't Faith. It was before Faith. I want your sex. Oh, so yeah. This is back when MTV was doing um, world premiere. So you, you sat by your TV to watch it and everything like that. And we did. And her mom walked in and had was so upset because it was like kind of sexually explicit. It was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big yeah. deal. You know, 1985, 86, whenever it came out, probably late. I, I can't remember the, the year, but it was a big deal. And so, yeah, George Michael was tough for me too. Um, Carrie Fisher was the toughest because she kind of is in our world, but I loved her for other things yeah. outside of Star Wars. So, Claudia, how do you want to um, go from Shatner tweets? Do you want to go right into uh, Fisher and Reynolds, or do you yeah, want to talk about Rogue that, One? And then let's end with Rogue One so we can yeah. sort of end on a, an up note. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, Carrie Fisher passed away. It yeah. was sort of um, all of a sudden. It was very she sudden. Had, uh, she went into cardiac arrest on a flight, which after doing some reading and all of this coming out, that actually 
happens quite a bit and they're trying to look into now Mm -hmm. different ways of maybe training the people who are on staff on these flights a little bit more or having more medical personnel on the Uh flights. But it was, you know, I think it was one of those things where you heard you, she went into cardiac arrest and you know, if somebody goes into cardiac arrest, the, the, uh, the survival rate is very low. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to get to a hospital immediately. You know, and I think there's there's a lot of wishful, you know, thinking going on when that happened. You know, sure. um, unfortunately, I, to a fault, I can be a realist. And I remember when I, I read that and they said how long they were doing CPR and everything. Yeah. I was like, I started warning then. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, her family hadn't given up and a lot of fans hadn't given up. But when you go that long without a pulse or that long, it's, mm-hmm. it's you're on a ventilator and, and you're gone. And, when they and say you're in stable condition, that doesn't necessarily mean I you're out. I think that was a the, lesson for a lot of people. Stable means you're stable, stable in means, the condition that you are at yeah, that right. moment. Right. It just yeah. means you're not in total triage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so when Debbie Reynolds tweeted out that she was in stable condition, everybody was like, yes. You know? But it just, I, and even yeah. for me, I was still, I was like, oh, could it be? But then I was thinking, you know, she's not, if she were to have survived, she would have suffered. She wouldn't have been herself. And she wouldn't have been herself yeah. and everything. And, you couldn't, you can't write what happened. No. You can't write that her mother would pass away. Oh, my God. I know. Right away. Yeah. You, you you can't write that stuff. This will go down in history as one of the most, like, the biggest Hollywood stories Absolutely. ever. Did you guys watch Bright Lights? No, I didn't. I didn't I'm scared didn't. to. I'm not ready um, to. We watched it the other night. We we started it, and we were like, we, we have to go to bed. Like, we wanted to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we started, we finished it the next day and it's just you know for somebody who's I think a hero to all of us and we know all the amazing things that she did too and then after reading Princess Diarist as well mm-hmm. I guess you don't realize like how vulnerable she was and how close-knit and um, how dependent they were on each other and it's something that's really actually beautiful to see but it's Hard yeah, because it is so sweet. And That's what I got from the trailer. I mean, living right next door to each other yeah. and like traveling through their backyards back and forth. It seemed that they were attached. Yeah, at the hip. It's it's yeah. um it's it's a pretty incredible story though. It, it yeah. really, I mean, watch it and it's it's even now. I think even if they had still been around and we saw it, I'd be like, I, I would have been moved. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah. wow, I didn't realize, you know, love, the depths um, of her, because she really gets into her manic depression and stuff like that. And oh, you really? See it. And, um, and it's like, wow, I guess I didn't know how broken that she felt, yeah. you know, and, you know, sadly, how resilient she is. Right before she passed, she was on Graham Norton. I don't know if you yeah. did. Yeah, I did see I that. I saw that. And Brian and I were just like, we we're watching it because we, we have all Graham Norton's recorded. Mm-hmm. We just, whenever we're in bed, we'll go one and, mm-hmm. And we turned that one on. We didn't know she was on it. We're just like, all, you know, I don't know if you guys do this. So I don't know if it's just my OCD. I started looping, thinking of everything that was going on in her body at that moment. And how oh, yeah, absolutely. I know. How could, oh, God, she doesn't know that this is about to happen in just a few days and blah, blah. Oh, it's just so crazy. But she talked about um, being bipolar. And she mm-hmm. she talked, said out loud about how insecure she was when she was doing Star Wars it's- and and. and and really, really, really honest. And yeah, she it was even, a really good interview. And she even seemed like, because there was a couple, the, the guests she, were, she was with, you know, she's a big personality, but they were big personalities yeah. too. And it was interesting seeing her, she got to be, she was the quiet one on that couch where she mm-hmm. kind of was just like, I'm just really quiet. And it was really interesting to see that. And um, 
like what you were saying, Claudia, about Debbie Reynolds, you know, you think of where their relationship ended and where they were when she wrote postcards yeah. from the edge. Yeah. You know, they lived this whole lifetime of parts of their relation, you know, yeah. it, it's perfect. And in 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 that sense, it's perfect that they died. Uh, yeah, that, you know, I wasn't surprised. Sense. It makes me think about like mother daughter relationships and mm-hmm. and how like inherently complicated they are. Mm-hmm. Every daughter has a complicated relationship with her mother. Yeah, yeah, it's just a thing. My husband's writing a, a script right now, and he was asking me because it has this relationship with a a mom and a daughter and everything. And he was asking me some advice about it because. Um, the husband was saying upset about the mom. And I was like, oh, well, here's something, which is true about mine. He knows this from my mom, is I can complain as much as I want about my mom, but you can't. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if you're right, the moment you say yep. something about my mom, nope, shut your face. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. And then the pressure of being, you know, out in front of the world. Exactly. Both of yeah. them, big yeah. stars for much of their lives had to mm-hmm. have been. And then, you know, mental illness and everything yeah. else. We, As I had been an incredibly um, multifaceted relationship. Relationship, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Um, my boyfriend did mention um, when we were watching it, like they're 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 just a different breed of actor. Like the you see in the documentary, her final performance, Debbie Reynolds' final final performance before she retires in Las Vegas, and she wants Harry to come out with her mm-hmm. to sing and and like. They're just so professional and they're so like it's just ingrained like the music and the showmanship and, you know, the hard work like it's it's just so in their blood that they just get up on stage. And if Debbie Reynolds is sick as shit, she gets on stage and she turns it on. Carrie Fisher's yeah. smoking backstage, drinking Cokes constantly. There's another thing in the in the documentary. You want to talk about heart disease. Don't yeah. smoke but and she, drink Cokes all day long. Because yeah. Well, she was, I could tell she was drinking a Coke on the Graham oh, Norton show. Too. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just like, oh. All that. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, she goes on stage and she turns it on and she sounds great, you know, even after all yeah. the smoking and the Cokes that she drinks all day long. And it, we were just like, it's a different breed of star. Yeah. It's a different breed of actor. And they're gone. And they're I think stage actors can really relate to that. Like you, the three of us were... Um, brought up in the theater, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure the three of us have all had an experience where we had a fever or where something oh, happened or where yeah. we were in pain. And you find a way when you walk on stage to use that to get through it and make it better. There's something that just happens that you're able mm-hmm. to get on stage. And like when you're from a family like that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that they just walk on stage and, yeah, you know. Yeah, I had a lot of reaction because Singing in the Rain is, oh, I mean, for a lot of people, it's a really big deal, yeah. right? And uh, it's a it's a big deal to me. And uh, I saw La La Land, mm-hmm. and I and all I could think about was Debbie Reynolds and how like it just doesn't. Mm-mm. Everybody's making a big deal about it. I'm sorry, Everybody Singing in the Rain so no. much. Sorry, but I can't help but compare it because yeah. they're really they're doing a movie musical. They're yep. doing an original it's movie not musical. Singing in the Rain in the like style of old Hollywood musicals, yeah. and I really appreciate that they did it. And I love the concept of it. And I love that they they went for it, and it wasn't ironic, and they did it. But it's not. 
it's not up to the quality right. of it's of, not. I'm sorry. I, right. I know it's going to sweep the awards, right. but it's not. I've never seen people in a movie that are so disinterested to be in that movie. Yep. And musicals are different. I'm sorry. You go to a st- stage drama that's different, but you go see a musical. Everything's amped up a bit, even if it's about a, a yeah. Serious there wasn't movie. any oomph in it. Yeah, it was like they're almost disinterested. Yeah. We can't absolutely. You know, we we. It wouldn't be cool if we had the oomph, or I don't yeah, know what they all, were thinking. I don't know. It was like. I agree. I mean, even the part, both, even I the ode, the ode to singing in the rain, where he's what he's around like, the pole. It's like, ah, oh, do it like Gene Kelly did it. <laughs> oh, come on. I I love the uh, I love Ryan Gosling and I love him. I think they're both incredibly charming. And I do I think too. They're good actors. I do and too. I, I think they were incredibly charming and good actors in that sh- in that movie. But neither of them can really dance. No, they can't. And neither of them can really sing. And it's like, uh, like what? Do you, why? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Right. You yeah. know? And then the sound mixing is weird because you're trying to bring everybody's voice down and put the music up. And I don't know any of the words to any of those songs because I couldn't really hear the people yeah. singing them because I they're just trying to hide City the of fact Stars that they one weren't because they well. play it over and over and over and over again. So We're going to be in the minority yeah. I, I, in, no. in that. But I, sorry, folks. I agree with you show. guys. 100%. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> um, you know, Watch Singing in the Rain. Watching in the Rain. And, and, and I, it, it crashed... Uh, iTunes that night that she passed away. Like everybody, people were watching it. Yeah, everybody Aww. bought, including myself. I bought yeah. um, uh, "Singing in the Rain." If you haven't seen "Mother" by Albert Brooks, that happened to Spotify uh, with George Michael. Yes, just, it uh, did. Yeah. But if you want a great Debbie Reynolds performance, get "Mother." Um, everybody was posting that. I'd never seen that. I but watched, people kept posting this is that because yeah. I'm a big Albert Brooks fan. I, I was a Albert weirdo Brooks. in 1986 that went and saw it by myself, mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I introduced it to Kai because I was like, "This is like your mom." And then we watched it again the other night. He was like, "It's actually like you." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Defending I, Your Life" is one of my favorite movies. I was just oh, about yeah. to say that. That yes. is of all um, time. Yeah, it's st- so st- good. Uh, starring Public Enemy Number One, Meryl, oh. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Overrated. Oh, she's overrated. Overrated. No, defending that that is one of my favorite movies. I it's love that. Great. That it movie. is fantastic. Yeah, but Debbie Reynolds is a perfect, perfect nagging mother, but so nurturing that you just love her and it just makes sense every choice yeah. she makes. And you're just like, wow, she's amazing. So watch and, mother. And, um, you know, Carrie Fisher, you know, of course I have a special place in my heart for, for Star Wars yeah. and that, you know, I I I wrote it on the site, you know, the princess turned general, the person, the only person who could go toe-to-toe with Han Solo, and it did a lot for girls because I was an OG Star Wars person where I saw it in the theater, you know. And, um, and but I really like thinking about her entire career as a writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, in Harry Miss Alley, she is... She's the funniest the star of that movie. Yeah, she is. Her she's and, hilarious. Um, she's so funny. Oh, who's the guy that she's Bruno the, Kirby who have passed the away. funniest? Yeah, yeah who, as well. Have have the funniest uh, the bit dynamic. In the movie yeah, when they run get into the, the cab, they get together. That's the together. funniest part yep. of the entire yep. movie. Blues Brothers. Yeah, you know. Yep. And one of my actually favorite things that someone has ever written about her, and because I'm a, I'm a huge Paul Simon fan. And there's a song, I don't know if you guys know it, called Hearts and Bones, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, where it's just about him and Carrie Fisher. I yeah. mean, they were married for a year, but they were together even after their marriage and before their marriage, where he's just talking, and it's so poetic, you know, one and one half wandering Jews, free to wander wherever they choose. And he goes through this, basically, the whole song's about the arc of a love affair. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I, if you guys haven't heard that song, it's Hearts and Bones by Paul Simon. It's it's beautiful and it's honest i mean that's I think, the name of the album isn't it um, hearts and bones it could be is it the album too it, it probably 
I, I don't know. I don't I know. I might be wrong. Um, but, but I might there, be right. I did write down, <laughs> but you might be right. Google it. <laughs> oh, and she, yeah, she was an incredible script doctor too. Oh, she um, was, but I wanted to read this one line from, um, from, from Hearts and Bones just about um, their dynamic. And he's talking about her right here. I'm trying really hard not to sing it. I know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, cat. you'll have it in your I'm going to sound terrible if I sing it. But and I and um, <laughs> where she says, she says, why, why won't you love me for who I am, where I am? And he says, because that's not the way the world is, baby. This is how I love you, baby. And it's just, oh, it's, it's so perfect about, yeah. that's almost like, that. that's almost all relationships. Yeah. You know, so you have her saying, this is where I am right now. Please love me for who I am right now. And everything. It's just like, it's so universal. Yeah. And I love it. Anyway, that's what I wanted to say. Well, I love it. you, Carolyn. Yeah. She, she will be missed. And we should talk on the next Boots and Phasers. We won't get into that now. Um, that this is going to incredibly affect oh, well, that uh, was ZP's, next Star, um, Star Wars. That was ZP's question. Right? Oh. Yeah, because uh, she has For a big, episode nine. Yeah, she has a really big part in episode eight. That's what's been said. She already shot it, right? Yeah, yeah. that's already shot. And they, evidently they had a closed door a, meeting this week. Yeah about what they're going to do about it for episode nine. Mm-hmm. I think it was supposed to lead into that. And that's what yeah. ZP International asked. Um, with Take the time. loss of Carrie Fisher, you think they'll do something off camera, move scenes from eight to nine, or fake her imagery? Oh, I it's hope they don't question. fake her imagery. I, I really fake her imagery. I think moving scenes around might be a good idea. It might be a good idea. I would actually sort of prefer the theatrical version, which is she dies off screen or something yeah. happens to her off screen, and then they have to deal with the aftermath of it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think, just I in mean, terms of like respect for me, I, I think like, it's, I want to see her performance in the in episode. It's eight not like as Peter. Intended. It's not yeah. like Peter Cushing who's been passed for a long time, and that you can like right. CGI him like he did. He in didn't. Rogue One. Yeah, he didn't pass it away in the middle. It, of, that will be too yeah. hard for us to watch, and it will come across as very fake and yeah. kind of you know, yeah. not, not cool. You know, so um, I don't know, Todd. I don't know ZP International what they're gonna, yeah, what they're That's going going to do. I think what they're doing right now is probably having figuring new story out. meetings. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're probably having to redo the whole story for nine. Yeah, I it's bet. Possible. I bet. So, Jenny, have you seen Rogue One yet? No. Oh my gosh! What? How are we supposed to I talk have about a toddler? It? And you know what? The worst part. Guess is? what? Lots of people brought their freaking toddlers. Is to my the movie, so. is my yeah, true. is my GD fiance. Oh yeah, she has a fiance now. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Her, last time she was somebody's on, getting she married. Wasn't, um, she wasn't a fiance. Person. I was not yet a fiance. Um, he's seen it twice. Oh, <gasps> Jenny, that's not what? cool. How did no. that happen? I don't know. It just happened. I'm really no. mad at Eric for that. Eric, if you won't get <laughs> married, sorry. you watch that baby so she can go see the movie. Yeah. He's been offering to. I've just been working a lot and haven't been able to go. All right. All. Well, I guess we can't really go in depth about it then. Sorry, I don't Eric. want to ruin I it. Totally for, threw for, Eric under the No, I cannot. Yeah, we can't. I, I will. Today. You know, may should I leave the room? No, 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 no. no, no. We, 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 we can continue talking about something else. No, I'm fans. going to say. I'm going to say this about the movie that has nothing to do with. Because um, I'm telling you, my mantle for 2017. Feminism. It, um, not feminism, just like call. Well, I'm always I'm a feminist. I don't yeah. want to be one of those people. I'm not a feminist. And it's just like, oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> One of the wonderful things about this movie was diversity. It was amazing. Yeah. The whole main cast of this crew, of Rogue One, there was one white person, and that was yeah. uh, Jen Urso, which is absolutely fantastic. And I think I loved it. I loved it. I just wish there were so many small parts. And I know, Claudia, you said that you don't care about this. Um, there were so many small parts I think they could have 
thrown a woman in here and there, even just in background or extra. Just representation. It, representation. Re- there In the third act, when you see the third act, there's more representation. But there would have been more soldiers. There would have been more, I can't say because Jenny's right. here. I'm so no, sorry. No, okay. That's okay. I, I, and, and, I will say that I I see I, I see and hear everybody's point. I think that I was just so excited. Right. To see a Mexican, two Asian actors, right. three Asian actors, and a woman as the leads, yeah, in a in a Star Wars movie, yeah. like I, I was just so, and absolutely, and it's baby steps, and we we're gonna get there, and the fact that two star, the two brand new Star Wars movies that have come out, both the leads, the big leads are women, and both Star Wars movies. Yeah. I mean, that's so huge. Have, huge. You have one woman surrounded by men. That's not good I, enough. That's I'm not good. good enough for me. I'm, I'm, good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm just saying for me, it's not good enough. But I do agree but with you. But I don't you. think that they're, I am they're stepping not just back surrounded and, by women, by men. I mean, yeah, I, it's like, it's little bits. Yeah, they are. It's not. <laughs> Rogue One, who's the other woman? Mon Mothma, who has just a few lines. Sure, but there's also pilots. Don't want to ruin anything, but there's Not until the third act. I mean, there's a, a group of scientists at one point. Oh, come on, you could have thrown one woman in there as far as representation. Just throw one woman there. Throw a couple more women around the conference table. You know, it's just representation, and that's something they should be looking at now. I'm so happy that they're working on the diversity of it because, that, like I said, that was enough to to evoke tears that I'm looking at uh, the, the main people, and there's only one white person, and I thought that was great. But there needed to be more women. I can't get excited just because, you, yay, finally, we got a girl in the movie, but it's only one. I think one. we can get excited because in the past it hasn't been that way. Mm-hmm. And but the to night, me, it's well, 2016. When this movie came out, they could have done it. Probably then. both things yeah. are true, right? Like, like yes, it's appropriate for you to start casting more diversely and putting more women in lead roles and not making them um, uh, damsels in distress yeah. and and giving them some power and giving them some some agency and all of that stuff. But we should also, I think, expect... More than that, yeah. right? So I think you're both right. Yeah. Did you guys read the letter but, that um, uh, Diego? Yes. 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 Why am I forgetting his last name? Diego Luna. Luna. Yeah. Uh, oh, posted or tweeted. Yeah. About the guy who brought his father to yeah. Rogue One, and and his father kept talking about like that guy looks like me. That guy looks like yeah. me. I Do think, people like this yeah. movie? Yeah. yeah. And people I think like that's this movie. what uh, yeah. I think. I don't know if you tweeted that, Claudia, or you said something like that where you saw people that look like you. Yeah, in the it's movie. amazing. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a white person, I can empathize with it, but I can't go through what you're feeling. Well, as a woman, you can empathize. I, I, as a woman, I can, yeah. you know, but, to back up what I was saying. And I but. think, and th- the thing that got me about that was like, oh, he sounds like me too. Like Diego, yeah, had like but, a le- he's legit Mexican. Yeah, and he's been very clear about not yeah. changing his accent. Yeah, which, which is vocal about it, which I huge. think is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, that's yeah. my uncle and that's my grandfather and that's, you know, like that's yeah. my mother, like all these people. I'm like, it's, it's, it's so to me, I think I'm still overwhelmed with that as well. Yeah. With so I'm a little more like, mm-hmm. well, this cool diversity yeah. has happened. I yeah. I'm still absolutely a feminist, and should I think there? Do I think that there should be more women cast? Absolutely, but yeah. I was still excited that. Well, I think both you know, our points are very valid. Like yeah. I, I saw a post by somebody. Um, well, I saw a post by somebody. I'll <laughs> say, and, and and this person couldn't enjoy the movie because um, it was um, all I saw was one woman, this, this, and this. I didn't see any gay characters, and I didn't see this, this, this. I understand diversity. And I under, that is her point of view, and um, she can surely back it up. But I want to make 
perfectly clear that I loved Rogue One. It was a that is something that I'm saying that I noticed. Wise, but that I am I am love that movie. Desperate to see it. Yeah, but (laughs) I don't. I wouldn't want anyone to walk away thinking I'm saying don't go see that movie. That's a fucking good movie. You know what? In this along these lines, the thing that bothers me about it is uh, that. Very few movies are doing this kind of casting outside of sci-fi. Right. Well, we're, like what you we're, said right. earlier, we're comfortable doing yeah. it in sci-fi because of the thing yeah. we were talking about earlier, yeah. which is like it's a little bit further away from us. It's a different world. It's a different mm-hmm. universe. Yeah. That's it's why a, one of our favorite shows, Next Gen, was able to take on all that political stuff in right. the 80s and 90s because they were in space. It's yeah. social yeah. allegory, right? Yeah. 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 So so the good thing about that is that sci-fi is leading the way. The bad yes. thing is that people aren't following. Like, yeah. there's still mostly white men yeah. in movies, you know? So, yeah. so that's the part that's disappointing to me is that, like, we're okay with it in sci-fi. Yeah. But we're not okay with it in 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 a more modern yeah. or a more uh, like a closer to life yeah. context. Yeah, and and yeah. you're absolutely right. And once again, to reiterate that I love Rogue One, it's the same thing with some CW shows like Arrow and Flash, which I watch. You know, everyone's so young and beautiful; they don't know how to cast somebody that's not beautiful. So that's always in my head. Oh, come on, guys, cast some real looking people. Right. But you know what's great about that show, besides the storytelling, those shows is that you have LGBT couples. Yep. Um, white main cast members are usually not the majority. It's yep. very diverse, and it's exactly what uh, Jenny is saying. You know, in comics, it's fantasy, and in yeah. fantasy, and in science fiction, yeah. you're going to find that. Sci-fi has some shows on right now, Dark Matter and uh, Killjoys and The Expanse, where they're very diverse cast when it comes to gender, when it comes to sexuality. And when it comes to race, and you're right, we all have to look. To, you know, it's just a matter of getting people to, yeah, you know, sci-fi the, is the answer. Sci-fi is the answer yeah. to all your problems. <laughs> sci-fi is the answer. Well, I think that's. Uh, I think that's 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 all we got this week. Um, yeah. I'm going to ask a, a question that you guys, uh, I did no one prepared for, but um, it's, not, it's not a hard question. It's just like uh, since we were talking about TV shows, and we got like, excited about TV shows. Can each of you name three shows right now that you just can't wait? Whether they're new, whether they're coming back, what are your three shows that you that want? That we're right waiting now? for? That you're waiting for that could be premiering this month, next month, whatever. I know one of yours is gonna be humans. the same as mine, which is that one. Humans, I'm so excited about yeah. humans. I can't even like You guys, it's a robot show. Myself. You have to watch it. <laughs> I cannot contain myself. It's and so good. Westworld came out recently and it is similar, but it's not the same. So don't go oh, like... Oh, no, as far as like robots go? Yeah, yeah. don't yeah. go, oh, that's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Watch humans. Watch the first season. Enjoy yourself. Thank me later. Yeah, 10 episodes. Binge it now before it comes on in February, guys. Oh you would love humans. I don't oh, know if you've watched so it. Good. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, yeah. you and Kai so would like good. that. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really good. Um, So that's one. Uh-huh. Um, I'm always looking forward to Game of Thrones. Yes. Please bring uh, it back. Not till June. It's not going to come back Ugh. for a while. But with only with six episodes and it's done. I know. Oh my God, it's horrible. And, but I am horrible. Like, I am chomping at the bit for it. Yeah. I'm actually I read the books before I saw the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually really, really excited about the fact that they have now taken a departure from the yeah. books and they're doing such a good job with the world. And I can't wait to see what they do next. I'm yeah. super excited. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, me too. Me too. I think about the third one. You need a second? I need a second. All right, Claudia. Um uh, I will say that uh, this is this this is uh, into its second season now. But Kai and I just started watching it. Red Oaks. Oh, it's I don't an know. Amazon what is it? Prime show, 
And it's set in the 80s. Uh-huh. It stars Paul Reiser. It's incredible. Really? It's, it's, it's not a sci-fi show. It's a, it's a comedy. But it's so good. It's so well cast. It's so well written. It's just Red Oaks. Watch it. It's set okay. in this country club in New Jersey. And it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, an amazing cast. Um, let's see what else. Go next. Okay. Um, so she said human. So I'm just going to say... Um, the Expanse, which starts next week, you guys can still binge the first I need season. To binge ten, ten I need episodes. to binge it. Um, it's um, kind of like Game of Thrones, but in space. Um, Game of Thrones in space. It's not like Game of Thrones. <laughs> got, I take back. You I got take, me. I take back that. No, <laughs> don't, don't take it back. It's I'm not. in. I'm in. <laughs> I meant that like in the way that I read the books before I saw it, and the writers know George R. R. Martin. Either one of them was their assistant, or they're in the same writers group. So he like kind of read everything as they were writing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by James S.A. Corey, if you guys want to read the books, which is really two guys. They put their names together and made that name. Aww, uh, and they've got four romantic. books. Four <laughs> books out uh, right now. Well, they just released fifth, excuse me. And um, this is science, like real science fiction. This is possible science fiction where they take gravity into effect and they take uh, resources into effect, and it's only like a hundred years from now. We're out in the belt and on Mars, and it is such a great show. Oh, you and totally that, sold. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So. You totally sold me. I'm excited. I really want to see. It's already happening, but I really want to see Mars. Have you guys watched Mars? Oh, no, I haven't watched no. it. Yet. I really want to see it. I keep yeah. hearing my mom's watching it because my mom is like the. I keep the, seeing the guy that got me into little commercials that are very interesting. Yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's part fiction and part like reality. That. I love I, that stuff. Yeah. So I, that's old, but I want to see it. I'm, I'm looking forward to STD. Of course. Unfortunately. <laughs> of course. And Star Trek Discovery, and, and, which I will never call it STD again. No, <laughs> no. I mean, that was the joke um, yeah. uh, before Brian Fuller left the show. I know. Um, um, it, was said, a, it was a poor said, choice. No, no. Brian Fuller said they love sending memos around where they call it <laughs> STD. STD. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they comment on it. We, I, I do it in all my uh, posts on Geek Girl Authority, STD. <laughs> Well, I, I think that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Star Trek Discovery and then Twin Peaks. I think yeah. those will round right. up my three. Yeah. Um, because the casting has been incredible so mm-hmm. far. Like, I'm excited about the cast for Star Trek Discovery. Like, everybody that keep adding on. Yeah. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, totally yeah. excited for that. So, um, I'll say The Expanse. Um, well, you took Star Trek Discovery. I'm going to say something that's just, like, kind of, I don't want to call it a throwaway show. It's just not, um, It's I, I'm not as in love with it as I am The Expanse or Game of Thrones or anything like that. Before, if you guys are looking for a fun show... I have to suggest The Magicians oh, on yes. Sci-Fi. I think it starts next week. Oh, yeah, you like it? Yeah, I do. You know, there's part of it that is definitely for someone much younger than I that skews for that audience. There's a lot of stuff that's said for shock value about dicks and sex and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and doesn't like we're dicks and magic. Oh, my God, I wish you guys could you see know. Audrey's face right now. <laughs> dicks and sex. Dicks and magic. And, and some of that is like, look dick how. Dick magic. Dick magic. There's a lot of dick magic. Um, they're, so they're, they're trying to, like, push the um, what they can do on a cable show that's not HBO or, like, right, a, yeah. and stuff like that. And some of that stuff is like, okay, guys, I get that you're trying to shock me. But I think that works with a um, maybe some younger folks. And I'm not saying 20s or anything. like I'm saying like teenagers and, and stuff like that. But there's some really great writing in it. There's some really great, like, um, the whole scape of the show, the premise of the show. There's a magical land called Fillory, and then there's Earth. 
I think it's very well done, and there's some really, really uh, cool. good actors in there. Nice. So I'm going to say The Magicians. What else did I say? The Expanse. And um, my third one. Did you say a third one, Claudia? Did we all say our three? No, yeah. I didn't say my third. Do you have your third? Well, I'm going to go back to historical fiction. Okay. And it's going to be like three different shows. I'm, I'm looking forward to The Frontier. I'm curious about what that's going to mm-hmm. be. I, and I have a lot of mm-hmm. hope for it. And I have confidence in Netflix and their ability to do shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, The Nick, which I'm pretty sure is oh, coming back this year. I hope so. And uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, God, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Oh, Blinders. Oh, so good. Ever. That, that, that's, that's such a good show. I love yeah. it. So I think I named like 18. But. That's okay. I just thought of my third show and then I forgot it because of uh, this glass of wine I just downed. <laughs> it was, it was, I think it was like a real. I'm oh, drinking devotion gonna, vodka. <laughs> I was going to go back Jenny. to. <laughs> I was going to go back to um, Handmaid's Tale. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. Really, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am really Super looking, looking for. Oh, and there's, speaking of um, uh, streaming channels, Hulu, there's a show called The Path, which is pretty good. You might like it, guys. Um it's kind of it's it's about a cult. It has Hugh Dancy in it. Oh, and um, it's the second season is starting pretty good. Oh, wow. The first season will be really e- easy binge. And uh, honestly, there's a lot of similarities similarities to Scientology in it, except uh, it's a remote huh. cult. But it's there's this ladder with rungs that you go up, which is Scientology. But, but the pa- it's called the path. Scientology. Um, um, so it's Scientology. Dancy, Michelle Monaghan, and Ooh, um, nice Breaking Bad. Not Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul's in it. So um, I say watch really? that. Yeah. Does he call anybody bitch? He's kind of Aaron Paul. It's like it's like, <laughs> it's like Tom Hardy and Taboo. Taboo, which is Taboo. 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 Um, um, which is, I mean, he's great. He's a great actor. He's always Tom Hardy. He's, yeah. Tom Hardy. So yeah. that's kind of like what I think about Aaron Paul too. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, your third. No, that's it. That's it. Discovery and yeah, yeah. Jenny, where can we find you on social media? Oh, I'm at Jenny Flack on Twitter. And that's probably, probably it. <laughs> You're kind of Jenny Flack across the board. And of course, I'm Jenny um, Flack across the if board. If you want to check out Jenny's stuff on Geek Girl Authority, uh, she writes under Jenny Flack. And also, <laughs> if you go to the blogs page, you'll see an icon that says the Flack Attack. The Flack Attack. And you can catch all her stuff there. Where oh, can- and we didn't mention in, in talking about Carrie Fisher, I was really happy and proud of the 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 post that we all put up in in response to her life and her yeah. death. I was and- very proud of it, too. Um, I would ask all you listeners uh, to go to geekgirlauthority.com, put in Carrie Fisher in the search bar, and you'll see the tribute, the Geek Girl Authority yeah. tribute. We each— Where we yeah. all gave—like, I'm sorry. Jenny, no, go do ahead. it. Yeah. Uh, where we all gave a quote about Carrie Fisher. And what I loved, I think six or seven of us left the quote, mm. um, is each of us said a different thing. Yeah. And that's the some of most them were ama- similar, but yeah, everybody had a, their own personal exactly. experience. Yeah, and that's the amazing thing about a personality like Carrie Fisher. What she gave to the world through writing, through her acting, is her that activism. she her yeah. activism. You know, being out loud with what's going yeah. on in her life, that she meant something different to everybody, and the through line she also meant yeah. the same. So, so yeah, I thank you for bringing that up, Jenny. I encourage all of you guys please go see the tribute that we 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 wrote about her. 
Yeah. Where can we find you, Claudia? At Claudia Dolph across Claudia. I know. Claudia. I can't every time. Claudia. We have, I can't at the end of every blues and phasers. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Claudia. I'm, the, I'm a terrible friend. Um, at Claudia Dolph across the board. And uh, please subscribe to Booze and Phasers. Um, it should be fun this year. Yeah, we're, we have. I, a who knows of, how many episodes we're gonna. Do. I'm gonna I'm crash gonna every episode. You're, You're welcome. Early. Get ready, you guys. I'm crashing every episode. Jenny's crash. <laughs> Well, we got some we got some great guests uh, for you guys this season. We're very excited about them. You guys can find me at Audrey Kearns, K-E-A-R-N-S, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and everything. Uh, please visit geekgirlauthority.com. We got all your breaking news, think pieces, and just fun shit. Yeah. On geekgirlauthority.com. And um, we are going to end with a quote like we always do. It can be a quote about anything. It can be a quote about what we talked about. Um, would you guys like me to go first on this? Sure. Or, okay. Yes. I'm going to give you a quote um, from Hearts and Bones, the, the, the song, because this is, um, while this was written about Paul Simon and Carrie Fisher, when I was looking at these lyrics today, it made me think of Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds and their relationship. So this is from Hearts and Bones. Um, oh my gosh. And then I lost my place. Holy crap. I'm Okay. You She's not th- looking at anything. It's no, just no. her brain. It's just my brain <laughs> lost its place. My brain. Um, so the quote from Hearts and Bones by Paul Simon, which I think made me think of uh, Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher's, you take two bodies and you twirl them into one, their hearts and their bones, and they won't come undone. Oh, man. And I think that's Ouch. what happened to Paul them. Paul Simon. Oh. No, no, but I'm, I'm thinking that's, you know, what beautiful. Debbie oh, Reynolds and Carrie Fisher, oh, they could beautiful. not become undone. No, but anyway. ouch. Yeah, he's such a good writer. Yeah. And oh, God, he's Carrie good. Fisher said, uh, she made this funny comment. If you ever want someone to write a song about you, just marry a Jew. She said, my, <laughs> she said, my mom married a short Jew, and then I married a short Jew. Yeah. And he's a really good songwriter. And he wrote two songs about me, and they were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jenny, do you have a quote? No. I baby. Sure. That's, that's, that's a good quote. I don't know. Come back to me. All right, Claudia. Well, you know my quote. I'm yes. just going to ask Jonathan Frakes to tweet at me. We can talk about Carrie Fisher or anything else that happened. Rogue One. <laughs> I don't know if that's something you're interested in. STDs. I know. Yeah, STD maybe. Yeah. I haven't Stop. watched The Librarians. Put your, put your clothes back on. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, every time I'm here. It's just me and Jenny. It's just me and Jenny. <laughs> well, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you can feel yeah. my intent. Feel my Jonathan neckiness. Um, All right. Kidding. Thank <laughs> you, everybody, for joining us. Do you have a quote or are you good, Jenny? I, I have no quote. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I have no quote and I have not seen Rogue One. <laughs> so by next I time you're on the show, yes. you will have seen yeah. Rogue One I, and we're going to talk about it. I just apologize. It'll probably be a red box. I'm going to, no, I think I'm going to be able to go this week, but I well, mean, you make too Eric, little too late. Am I you, right, people? You, no, you make Eric no. watch that baby and you see it twice in one afternoon. Yeah. It's a good movie. Maybe, maybe I'll You just... guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Booze and Phasers, on Instagram at Booze and Phasers. Subscribe to us like Claudia said. We got a lot of great shows coming up for you this season. Have a good morning, afternoon, night, whatever you're Drive enjoying. Drive from Bawa. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>